Welcome to this faith-inspiring message from Living Streams UK. We hope you are blessed. Have you ever wondered what it means to be alive in Christ? What does the Bible teach us concerning our faith and what it means to be alive in God as we grow in our relationship with Jesus? Ladies and gentlemen, our Christian faith is based on three important things. Number one, the love of God. Number two, the cross of Christ. And number three, the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ our Lord. And so what did these three things do in our lives? First of all, It was for love that Jesus came as a sacrificial lamb to take the punishment of our sins upon himself so that we in him would not attract the wrath of God because of our iniquities. The Bible says in John chapter 3 and the verse number 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And so number one, it was for love, for you and for me, that God sent Jesus to become a propitiation for our sins, the punishment of death which we deserved because of our sin. God imputed that unto Jesus so that we in Christ might attract the favor of God. Because the price for our sin has now been paid by Jesus Christ our Lord. Number two, the cross of Christ. Paul says, For I resolved to know nothing among you but Christ and him crucified in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and the verse number 2. It was for the cross that Jesus came to redeem us from the curse of the law. Because the Bible says, Cursed is he who is hanged on a tree in Galatians chapter 3 and the verse number 13. And so by virtue of the cross, by Jesus being nailed on the cross of Calvary, the curse of the law is taken away from us. So that the Abrahamic covenant blessing can fall upon us when we trust in Jesus Christ our Lord. And number three, the power of the resurrection. It is for this power of the resurrection that we became brand new creations in Christ Jesus our Lord. In fact, without the power of the resurrection, we have no hope. And we see this in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 17 to 19. If Christ did not resurrect, then you and I, have got no hope in this life. Paul says in Philippians chapter 3 and the verse number 10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death. And so three things our Christian faith is based on. One, the love of God. Two, the cross of Christ. And three, the resurrection of Jesus Christ our Lord. 
Let's now go a little deeper into where we kick-started this episode about what it means, therefore, to be alive in Christ. If we go to Colossians chapter 2 and the verse number 13, the scripture says, When you were dead in your transgressions and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he made you alive together with him, having forgiven us all our transgressions. So the Bible is clear that you and I were dead. We were dead in our transgressions. We were dead in our sins. And Jesus, by his sacrifice, he made us alive. So that you and I today, by trusting in Jesus, we become alive unto God. No longer dead to sin. No longer dead in our sins, I should say. No longer dead people, rather people who are alive in God. To understand this really well, we need to look at what it means to be dead. What does it mean to be dead in our sins? You know, there are five stages of death. When someone is pronounced to be medically dead or to be clinically dead, so to say, five things begin to happen. The first is, you would begin to notice that there is paleness of the person within the first few minutes. That is, you know, they are, they are, the way they look now becomes something totally different. They become pale in the flesh. That is what is referred to as mortis. The second thing that happens is the temperature, the body temperature of this person now drops to match the room temperature. Simply because they are no longer alive, their body temperature now becomes that of the ambient temperature. It is what is referred to as algo mortis. The third thing that happens is the person's body and joints become very stiff. It becomes very difficult to bend the knee. It becomes difficult to bend the body because of stiffness that has now occurred. That is what is referred to as rigor mortis. The fourth thing that happens is that the blood begins to settle. That is the person's blood. Obviously, the individual is dead and so the blood doesn't flow anymore. And so it begins to settle. And that is what is referred to as liver mortis. Remember, in John chapter 19 and the verse number 34, when Jesus died, they pierced his side. And the Bible said, blood and water flowed. So the blood had settled. He was dead. And so you could see blood and water flowing out from his side. By the way, it is that blood, oh, the blood, oh, the blood of Jesus Christ our Lord, the sacrificial lamp of God, that blood has saved you and has saved me from our sin. Now, number five, the fifth thing that happens in death is what is referred to as putrefaction, which is a decomposition of the body. And that is what brings forth bad smell. Remember in John chapter 11 and the verse number 39, Martha said to Jesus, 
when Jesus asked for the stone to be removed so that Lazarus can be raised from the dead. Martha was worried because Lazarus had died for more than three days. In fact, it was the fourth day. <laughs> and so Martha said something remarkable. She said, by now he is stinking since it had been four days since he died. And that is putrefaction. Right. So we now know that there are five important things that happen when someone is declared dead. And so what does it mean, therefore, that we were dead in our sins by these five stages of death? Let's look at this in the realm of Scripture to understand what the Bible tells us when he says we were once dead in our sins. Let's look at this. Number one, we said you begin to look pale. It means that when we were in our sins, we didn't look like the way God wanted us to look like. It means we had lost our place of glory. Remember, in Luke chapter 15 and the verse number 22, when the father of the prodigal son saw his son, the first thing he did was to change the clothes of his son. He needed to change his appearance. He needed to remove the dirt on his skin. And he needed to let him look in his glorious manner that he needed to be in. And so we, in our sins, we were looking dirty. We were looking pale. We were dead in our sins. It meant that our very appearance in the realm of the spirit wasn't something beautiful. We had plunged into death. We had plunged into the mud of sin. When Adam sinned, Adam's glory, the glorious cover that was on Adam and Eve, that got lifted. And so death entered into the world that day. We were looking pale. Number two, we mentioned that the person's body temperature begins to become equal to that of the ambient temperature, that is the outside or the room temperature. What does that mean? It means when we were dead in our sins, we were conformed to this world. Whatever the world did was what we followed. We were so conformed to the world that in Romans chapter 12 and the verse number 2, Paul said to the Roman Christian, be not conformed to this world. So when you begin to see your life becoming conformed to the dictates of the world, it must tell you something that you are beginning to slide into sin. Our body temperature, our spiritual temperature in this particular instance, if you like, must remain that which God has placed in us, not getting conformed to the temperature of the world. Number three, brygomotis, which is we were stiff, we were rigid, we were hardened in our hearts against the Lord. We were so hardened that we resisted anything good. We resisted the leading of God. We resisted what it is that God wanted us to do. We were hardened in our sins against God. It is for this that in Hebrews chapter 3 and the verse number 15, the Bible says, Today, today, 
if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. Today. 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 Not tomorrow. Not the day after. But today. Even now. And so if you are listening to this podcast today and your heart is still hardened against the Lord, may I encourage you, do not harden your hearts. Let the Lord by his spirit work on you. He is inviting you to a relationship with him. He is inviting you to to fellowship with him. And do not harden your hearts. It's what the scripture says in Hebrews 3.15. For the believer, it means if your heart is beginning to get hardened against the word of God, it must tell you, it must diagnose a condition of sin in your life unto you. Because hardness of heart is an indication of deadness in the spirit. Number four, we talked about how the person's blood who is dead begins to settle in the lower parts of the body. It will interest you to know that in in the book of Leviticus, chapter 17 and the verse number 11, the Bible makes us to understand that the blood stands for life. Blood stands for life. And so when the scripture says, or you know, when the, scripture, the blood of the animal, the life of the animal is in its blood, as we read in Leviticus 17, 11. What does it mean if you were dead? It means our life had settled. We had settled to what it was that the world was offering us. We had settled in our sins. We had settled in our lawlessness. We had settled in our transgressions. We had settled in all the things that God hated. We took our home. We made it our abode. And that is an indication of spiritual death. A life of sin is a life of settlement in iniquity. A life of sin is a life of settlement in the compromises of the world. A life of sin is a life that is settled in transgression against the Lord. You don't see anymore what it is that God wants to do with your life. You become settled in pride. You become settled in the flesh. You become settled in the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. You become so deeply settled in it that you don't see anything anymore. That is a diagnosis of the human condition, a life of sin. Number five, putrefaction. That is, we had decomposed in our sins. We were in the corruption of the flesh. In fact, in 2 Peter chapter 1 and the verse number 4, the Bible says, Through these he has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises, so that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world on account of lust. So there is a corruption in the world. There is a decomposition in the world. And so when we were in our sins, when the scripture says we were dead in our sins, it tells us that we had decomposed. We had decomposed. We had become corrupted with the corruption that is in the world on account of lust. 
and so to understand what it means to be dead in our sins. It meant, number one, we looked different. Number two, we were conformed to the world. Number three, we were hardened in our hearts. Number four, we were settled in pride and in lust. And number five, we were settled in the corruption of the flesh. We had decomposed so badly that there was nothing good anymore that could be seen in us. This is the human condition. And this was our state before Jesus came into our hearts to make us new people. This was the condition of our lives. And if not for the love of God, if not for the mercies of God, if not for the grace of God, you and I today would continue to wallow in sin, would continue to wallow in the mud, would continue to feed with the pigs like the prodigal son did in Luke chapter 15. This was the human condition. But how glorious, oh, ladies and gentlemen, how glorious. How glorious that the love of God showed up in our lives. How glorious that the cross of Jesus showed up. How glorious that the power of the resurrection showed up in our lives. How glorious, how glorious, how glorious. So that the Bible says in Colossians chapter 2, that we who were once dead, in the verse number 13, we who were once dead, in our sins, that is in the transgressions, in the, in the uncircumcision of our flesh, the Bible said Jesus made us alive. Oh, we have been made alive. You and I have been made alive. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening to this episode and you have not given your life to Jesus, then your state is in all that I have described before. But for you to become a brand new creation in Christ Jesus, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and the verse number 17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. To be a brand new creation in Christ, you must accept and, and receive God's offer of salvation to you. Jesus died for you. He paid the penalty of sin for you. So that you can be made alive. You will no longer be dead in your sin. You can be made alive in God. Thank God for the love of God. Thank God for Jesus showing up on the cross. Thank God for the power of the resurrection that made you and I alive in God today. I invite you to know Jesus. In John chapter 11 and the verse number 25, Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. May I suggest to you today, if you are dead in your sin, Jesus says to you today, I am the resurrection and the life. He offers you his hand of love. He offers you the sacrifice that he made on your behalf so that you in him may become a brand new creation. You in him may become alive unto God in righteousness, which is imputed unto you, not because of your own works, but because of the work that Jesus did for you on the cross of Calvary. Do you have Jesus? Then that resurrection power is at work in you. You have been made alive in God. You are no longer dead in your sins. Sin no longer has power over your life. And you must walk in this boldness. You must walk in this newness of life that God has for you. 
The Bible says in Romans chapter 8 and the verse number 11, But if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, then He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. You have been made alive in God. If you've given your life to Jesus, you are no longer dead in your sins. You have now been made alive in God. Walk in that newness of life. Be encouraged today. Walk in faith today, knowing that the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ is at work in you. You are not dead to sin. You are not dead in sin anymore. Rather, you are dead to sin because now life, life, even the life of Christ is at work in your life. Be blessed. Be increased. Be enlarged in all that you do in this week. And may the grace and the favor of God rest upon your life as you walk in that boldness by the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Till I come your way again, share this podcast and let someone's life also be blessed. I will see you next time. God bless you. Hope this message has blessed you. Do visit us at uklsi.org for more information. God bless you and we look forward to hearing from you.